Time now for the Six Rings Post Game Show. Breaking down everything Patriots. Now, here's Fitzy and Hart on WEEI. On October 2nd, 2016, a one-armed quarterback by the name of Jacoby Brissett took to the field of Gillette Stadium, leading an able-bodied, competent, and soon-to-be, as we would find out, championship-caliber team to a Super Bowl championship. But on that particular day, he led them into gridiron battle against Rex Ryan's Buffalo Bills. And with that one hand... Jacoby Brissett, unfortunately, was shut out against those Buffalo Bills by a score of 16 to nothing. It was that day in October of 2016, seven years and six days ago, that the New England Patriots were last shut out at Gillette Stadium. However, that was not the day that everything fun died in Foxborough, for it is today, Andy, among the many, many, the multitude, the host of times people have texted you, wondered aloud, speculated on radio, said as much on TV, put it in print, blogged it, joked and more. Oh, that's it. That's the end of the Patriots run. I am more than comfortable at 4.01 and 53 seconds on Sunday, October 8th, 2023, to say that's the end. We're done. We're done, Ski. It's over. She gone. If it took you to now, you haven't been paying attention. Oh, no. I know it ended before this. Because they're actually in the midst of a new run. It's a run of being a bottom five or worse football team in the National Football League. I had to defend them through multiple texts of people telling me they're the worst team in football. I don't think they're the worst team in football. But you are a bottom five team, talent-wise, coaching-wise, execution-wise, energy-wise, entertainment-wise, however you want to measure it for national football teams, you are in the bottom five. And I need to apologize to some of our listeners, our callers, our texters. I often try to balance out people that say they blow, they suck, it's over, Belichick's toast, Mac Jones sucks. Today is the day, no balance. This is not fair and balanced. This is the world of everything's on the table. If you want to tell me how bad anyone on the roster in New England is, anyone in management in New England is, it is fair. When you lose 38-3 to and then come home, 38-3, to by the way, against a borderline Super Bowl contending Dallas team. On the road. And then come home to face a mediocre at best Saints team where they're calling for their offensive coaches to get fired because they don't score points, they can't make use of their talent, and they have a quarterback with a bad AC joint who can't really throw all that well right now, and you get shut out in your place in front of your fans and bench your quarterback for the, first of all, sorry, not your quarterback, the quarterback because he ain't your quarterback anymore. You don't have a quarterback. Oh, he's not starting You have Sunday. an issue. Oh, I don't know if he's starting or not. Oh, the Mac Jones. Because I think we all saw in the second half, Bailey Zappi blows, too. We saw in the second half of the fourth quarter, Bailey Zappi stinks. is no grand improvement no, either. No, no, he stinks. I might be. Uh, stinks sucks. Not a grand improvement. He's not improvement, an improvement. Not he good. stinks. Okay, so Mac Jones, so not you don't great. Have an Bailey option. Zappi stinks. At this point, I'd be more comfortable starting 
Will Greer, Rosie Greer. If he's if Malik he's available, Cunningham. if he knows the offense, I would start Will Greer. I'm fine with that. He's an NFL quarterback. Ted Cunningham. He's been in the league a couple of years. Sure. He knows I, the Malik Cunningham. I'm not throwing him to the wolves to ruin a young athlete's world. But that's where he's, you are when you bench Mac Jones. And don't tell me, Bill, you didn't bench him. Oh, it's that two you weeks just in a row. Didn't been see benched. the point to play him. I think that's what benching is. <laughs> if you don't see the point and you're the coach, you're benching him. You're not doing well. So I'm going to ask you to have a seat behind me. No, I don't care what that seat is. How it's postured, made up, etc. That's called a benching. And I, would like- I did start to feel bad for Mac Jones on the interception where he hits Ty Montgomery in the hands, who then bobbles it, gets hit, the ball button, and you're like, oh, Mac, you really didn't deserve that one. No, he didn't when deserve, it rains, it pours, buddy. He didn't deserve that one. He also didn't deserve... Also, by the way, interesting note, of many interesting notes we will share today, and yes, this None is the Six post-game show. No, not a single one good. I said they were interesting. There I didn't say good, good notes. notes today? There's not a single good thing that came from this game, except that it's over. The weather not was a, nice. It was gorgeous. <laughs> See, I found a good thing. It Look was at me. so Positive sad. Andy. How sad was it, Fitzy, that I ran up into the stands when my pre-taped Jumbotron things were running just to try to get the crowd. I was literally doing sad clown work because the fans were so sad. It was, it, Andy, they were sitting on their hands. I saw people texting their friends saying that this sucks. These are beautiful seats and the game is terrible. People were yet like the first pick six. The F words and beyond that I heard were like unprintable, unrepeatable. Like even it turned my neck. It made me go out, break out into a cold sweat. The things people were saying, it was awful. And I wanted to share two quick tweets. Yes. Six Rings postgame show here on WEI 93.7 And we're confident it will be the Six Rings postgame show for a long, long time. That's why we named it. No name changes here. Fine, Ross Tucker. You get your joke in. Yes, we named it Six Rings because we're pretty confident it's going to stay Six Rings for a while. More so maybe than ever. We're live across the Odyssey app, WEI.com and the WEI Sports Radio Network. If you are sitting in traffic, if you are in the parking lot, wherever you happen to be, your fan cave, a bar room. Lock up the back of a police cruiser right now. You may actually be more comfortable there. Than... <laughs> Wherever you happen to be, we would love to hear from you. Andy and I have officially begun our three-and-a-half-hour therapy session. We will be with you till 7.25 p.m., at which point we will take you to Westwood One's coverage of Sunday Night Football. Your telephone number, 617-779-7937. The socials at WEEI, at Jumbo Heart, and at Fitzy GFY. Joe Braverman is producing the program today. You'll speak with him or our pal Stanley Stiz Grimy Bruno. You can also text in at 37937. My word, do I have a number of text messages to read from the Foxborough faithful and the frustrated fan base, Andy, that have decided to participate in today's show. I would like to read two tweets from people who appear, one regularly, one semi-regularly, on this radio station, two trusted voices of the Pats cartel, if you will, the great Tom E. Curran. Oh, does he still think they're going three and one in the first four games? Well, I, I, we can maybe at, maybe Jones and Mego or Gresham Keith, uh, excuse me, Gresham for a sorry, Rich, I still love you. Uh, can ask him later in the week if he still thinks twelve and five is on the table because he, he thought they were going three and one when they were zero and one. Mathematically, he thought they were going to win three. He thought this team was going to win three straight. <laughs> I'm feeling bad about nine and eight right now. I'm feeling four, bad about and seven and ten. Tom Curran tweets 20 minutes ago, the worst loss of Bill Belichick's coaching career has been followed by the second worst loss of his coaching career, which may actually be worse than the worst loss because it immediately followed the worst loss. Agreed with the logic. Absolutely. Uh, about, about, if you that follow makes that it worse. One, it does. This, I think this is now. A dot is an aberration. A line is a problem. The worst loss of the Bill Belichick career. But let me just also share this from halftime. 
when I was exiting the stadium, by the way, Andrew, to a chorus of boo birds, and no, it was not for my sad clown work in the stands, but rather if they had well, seen you, they would have been cheering for you. The ones the out, yay, Fitzy's done. Get no the more, F out of here, no you more fraud. Jet, jet blue. Hey, at least I put smiles on fans' faces and give them prizes. All y'all, Foxborough faithful. I, I, quote I already unquote. told you today is not a referendum on me and Foxborough faithful and Patriots pals. No, thank you, sir. I think you um, should really do a segment on you know your beer. Had it by the way this weekend. Not bad. Pretty good, right? Uh, it's I would say it's drinkable, but it's got a little of your craft beer flavor, taste, hoppiness, whatever you it's guys a, call it's it. A, it's an upscale, it's an elevated Miller Lite, yes. But um, the name of the beer, uh-huh. bleep that Pats fans say. I mean, no, Bleep Pats fans drink. Yeah, I know, but from I, what they say. Oh, and, yeah. Um, the bleep that Pats fans say now, I don't even think you can bleep. It's just oh, like no. one continuous, what did okay. he say? All I heard was a bleep. <laughs> Let's go ahead and play a fun little game called... Maybe or maybe I didn't text the brewer at vitamin C on the way from the stadium to here asking him on the next batch if he could double the ABV because fans deserve it and need it. Uh, Andrew Callahan, an hour ago, anyway, as I was guest of the Six Rings podcast this week, yes, and he called uh, this a lost Colin. season. Uh, it is. It's done. Officially. It's lost. Uh, I'm not going to try to find it because I don't think anybody wants any more of this particular brand of garbage football. Uh, Callahan, as I was exiting the stadium, and I texted you and said, I'm not sure if I'm going to make it to the game to the post game show because there's legitimate traffic both on foot and cars leaving the stadium now. He wrote, "The Patriots have one of the NFL's worst QBs and wide receiving core. They are the NFL's worst pass protectors. Defensively, down their two best players, they allowed New Orleans to score its first TD in 20 drives. Their special teams rank 32nd by DVOA. This is a terrible football team. Andy, show me on the tweet the lie." There's no lie. The only thing that frustrates me is a lot of these people were deniers of these facts in the offseason. When I think we argued quite a bit on on Six Rings about the line stinks and is a house of cards. Their weapons stink. They don't have upside. They don't have playmakers. And a lot of outsiders from the family were telling me, no, it's this and it's that. And they're going to be this and that. And this was all predictable. This was as predictable as Matt Patricia sucking. We talked about the lack of talent at key areas on this team, the lack of weapons, the lack of playmakers. How often do we have to lob balls down the sideline to Devontae Parker? Oh, he's missed to 80-20. Since when? When was the last time he caught one of those lob balls down the sideline? Devontae Parker is a skeleton. Juju Smith-Schuster is a skeleton. And you gave them money. So you know who that makes a skeleton? The man handing out the checks. And I know Matt Gross said sometimes he hands out checks, but I'm going to Bill Belichick. You decided Devontae Parker and Juju Smith-Schuster would give you a representative wide receiver core? And this is where, you know, what do they say? Mac done dirty? Mac's been done dirty. Oh, Mac I don't know if done... he stinks or not without being done dirty. Mac's been done pig pen dirty at this point. But he, like... But he's not good enough Juju to overcome and the, Parker, the and bad you said, doing. Yeah, this this will work. Like, this is like when I, hey, you, you duct tape something together and you're like, and now this will be fine, right? Who when the motor Nick turns Folk? on. We'll get the new kicker. Now, granted, his four, his kick from 48, he's got leg to spare. It was wind. It windy. blows left. I you know what blows? The this team. team. This entire team. The Not entire just the operation. wind at Gillette, the team. No, everything about the New England Patriots right now sucks. And I'll put it out there on the table because the entire tone and tenor of the text line is positive. super positive, And it's pointed in the direction of one particular person, a person who, by the way, has made all of these significant managerial and organizational decisions, who orchestrated or at least was part and privy to the departure of the greatest player in football, if not franchise, and league history, 
who said, if we do well, I want to hear from the pl- I want You can heap praise on the players. If things don't go well, bring that blank to me. Well, that blank is being brought to him right now, even but though he, doesn't he really doesn't want believe it. believe that. And boy, I can't it wait to hear from him he in a few it. minutes. Straight up, Andy, if Bill Belichick had not done what he did for 20 years, if he was not in pursuit of the meaninglessness of Don Shula's regular season or overall NFL coaching wins record, a coach who was pulled off what Bill Belichick has for the last couple of years would and should be fired this week. Absolutely. Bill Belichick, if he wasn't Agreed. Bill Belichick, I know that sounds a little silly, but Bill Belichick, if he weren't Bill Belichick, and he is, deserves to be fired this yeah. week. You know they like to do, though, they do that to Mac a lot, where they put stats and they don't tell you who's who and do comps, this be. guy, that guy. If you put the coaching stats of the head coach of the New England Patriots of the last three years without a name attached to it, just this is what's happened the last three years, there's no way he makes it to Tuesday. No lesser chance. coaches or lesser coaches even within the organization. You have pointed this out before. Pete Carroll, in his three years, went 27-21. and 21. What did that get him? Fired. Fired. Bill Belichick is 1-4 and four this year, 8-9 and nine last year, 10-8 and eight in aggregate with the playoff doesn't even win. feel like he's 1-4. No, God. It feels worse This than feels that. like 1-10. One and, one and this feels How long ago were winless. those moral victories? Their one win was against the Jets with Zach Wilson in the rain, and there was a Hail Mary that fell off the hands of the receiver in the end zone. They could easily be 0-5. They absolutely suck right now. Saw, 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 saw. That's right. Suck. They're terrible. The entirety of the text line is calling for Bill Belichick's head. But he won't Everybody be. wants him gone. I know. I know be on he Greg Hill show tomorrow morning, and that ought be to be a humdinger. <laughs> oh my God! I mean, it'll be a humdinger when we have him live from whatever point he calls in from the stadium. There were more injuries today. Christian Gonzalez, as you heard, gone for the year on injured reserve. Matt Judon not on injured reserve yet, though. After watching today's game, instead of rushing back to get healthy, he may say, "You know what? It's a little pitchy for me, dog. I'm gonna be out." I may want to heal up and see what happens next year as well. You lose Demario Douglas to a head injury. You lose Juju Smith-Schuster to a head injury. You'll have no receiving core next week. Your secondary is depleted. The offensive line is in tatters. Uh, 34-0, it could have easily, with a better offensive team, because the Saints had not scored a touchdown oh, yeah. in 20 drives. A better offensive team wins this game today 48-0, yeah. perhaps. Derek Carr was missing throws. They were punting early like they... They were no great shakes. You no. just made it so easy for them with, with the extra opportunities and the turnovers. and The the pick six is huge. That emotion that you I keep bet, giving the other team. Uh, football's a momentum sport. I mean, does Mac have, in his, in his two and a quarter years in the NFL, I know Mac has three this year. He had at least one against the Dolphins, one against the, I think Mac Jones has at least six. six. I think it's six. In two and a quarter years, Tom Brady had 18 in 23 seasons in the NFL. It's not great. Not great. Just I saying. mean, we don't need specific numbers to say things are going really to paint poorly the whole picture. for Mac. Well, don't and, forget how many pick sixes now Mac Jones has in his career. No, that's what. No, that's what I said, Joe. I need whole, you to listen. Six pick sixes in two and a quarter years for Mac Jones. Tom Brady had eighteen pick sixes in twenty three seasons. And then top on that, the fumbles and the really bad decisions. Mm-hmm. And, and it's not pretty. Bad pitches. He can't even pitch the ball now. High school I mean, kids everywhere were like, I can make that play. Everything has to be in his head. Everything right oh, now has miserable. to be. He's so miserable. Deep down, if he you asked him, do you want start? out? Would yeah. you want out of, of here? If you could just somehow get out of New England, go somewhere else, would you okay. want out? And he'd you, say okay. yes. And you inject, after and you inject him with the same truth serum, you then go put a little in Bill Belichick's shoulder. And instead of asking him, why didn't you play Butler? Or why did you let Brady go? You ask him, Bill, let's be straight. Are you trying? Would you? Would, <laughs> would you fire you? Oh, absolutely. Three years ago. 
Three years ago. I'd like to know. No one wants to see Bill Belichick's legacy marred. No one wants to see. Well, it won't be. Don't worry. Soon as he retires. No, no, no. As soon as he retires, you go back to six rings, nine Super Bowls, 300. Well, not 300 yet. Not yet. Sooner or later, he'll be at 300. It's been, he's been itching to get there. But no, everybody, his legacy is secure. Because all these guys fade. It ends poorly for Landry and Noel and Shula Correct. and everybody. So th- it ends poorly. Now, there's a bigger spotlight these days mm-hmm. because of the modern media, the focus, the attention. But his legacy is fine. It's his present that blows. Those are our opening remarks. We will come back line. to you in just... That was actually very well very well stated. Good job. Good t-shirt. job for you. Get a t-shirt. You can't put, leave... Put his face nah, on. Nah, nah. Oh, you're not even... Fitzy's not even doing T-shirts anymore. Even I'm he's giving busy. up. We got so many Six Rings podcasts. Oh no, every we week. suck again. Breaking Boston and more. What we're going to do now is we're going to take a break. Six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven is your phone number. The lines are jammed right now. We'll try to get to the call soon so that we can make some room for you. We're looking to carry Mac Jones and Bill Belichick live from Gillette Stadium afterwards, so we can bring you fresh perspective from the coach and the QB. Maybe we won't even hear from Mac Jones. Could be Bailey Zappi and more. We will soon see. We'd love to hear from you guys. What a day. What a tragic day. What an unfortunate day in Pats Nation. 34 nothing. your final from Gillette Stadium. The Saints win. Woe be the Pats Nation indeed. It's Fitzy and Hart here on the Six Rings postgame show. Don't go anywhere. And many of the 30-yard line. Jones up, hit by Granderson, intercepted on the ricochet. That's Matthew for six. It's a pick six. 26-yard return. Inside, Carl Granderson made it a messy pocket, whacked the quarterback, and the ricochet goes right to the veteran, Tyron Matthew. Five games, four losses, three pick sixes, two knuckleheads, and one fabulous postgame show. It is Six Rings here on WEEI. Even Andy and Joe were surprised I was able to numerically stitch that together. Probably that C4 sure you, you gave did. me that has my brain working in overdrive right Firing now. Firing on all cylinders. Maybe the Patriots need that. Very simple. What? A sponsorship ooh, ooh. with C4 and yeah. chug these energy drinks before the show? A little jolt of energy might do them something. Is it normal that you can't feel your fingertips when you're doing a radio show? <laughs> Maybe in the 70s when cocaine flowed a bit more freely. What's in this stuff anyway? 617-779-7937. There's your telephone number. The lines are full. Andy and I were discussing during the break that the truly most frustrating, truly the most depressing part of this is that it doesn't feel in any way, shape, or form like there's any plan, any hope, any structure to what's to be next in terms of an organizational rebuild. I made a point of walking the lots, and I don't even know, you know, the, the player everyone was pinning their hopes to, cornerback Christian Gonzalez, injured last week in Dallas, Surgery, now out for the season entirely. Your best player overall, Matthew Judon, likely out for the season as well. I made a point of walking the lots for two hours before I had to go into the stadium today, Andy. And the main question I had for, I checked in with dozens of tailgating groups. And the main question I had for everybody was, are you okay with all this? Where are you with where the Patriots are right now? And I think the most relevant line that I got from somebody was, the Patriots are now closer to another teardown than they are a proper rebuild. And he that's said, a good thing. He said, we're going to have to tear it down to the studs because we have no studs. They never rebuilt. The only thing smart you've ever said. What? I'm going to let that sit for a minute. Percolate were you looking at me when you um, said that? Is 
that they should have blown it up post Tom Brady instead of the whole thing they did. You could have said now, the smartest thing you said. Yeah, it is. You had to insult me on the way. You said the only actually smart thing it was quite seen. smart. Okay. Um, it was. But the, if I wanted to spin this real positive, if I wanted to play the role of Fitzgerald, go ahead. They have $110 million in cap space. Mm-hmm. They legitimately are one of the five worst teams in football. Yep. And you could eat. You just said it. Christian Gonzalez is great. Yeah. Okay? So we got one. How about we look just at this? Let's more. just say they're not tanking. They just suck. Because I know the tanking word gets people all hot and bothered. They're not tanking. They just suck. So they pick in the top top five. How does that look, by the way? If we t-shirts, like, on, they're not. We're not no. tanking. We just suck. No, it's like etched in laser on the side of the lighthouse. We're not tanking. We just suck. Exactly. So you get your top five pick. Joe, put that. Joe, contact my t-shirt guy. On the you, pick. Oh, now you're back in the t-shirt. I'm game? Back in the game. I'm back. We're you, back. You get your top five I'm pick, and I'm back. You get Drake May. Mm-hmm. You have a hundred million dollars, so you go get T. Higgins. Mm-hmm. You bring back Christian Gonzalez. You have a top five corner, a number one receiver. And what you hope is a franchise quarterback. I just spun it positive, bitches. Wow. Okay, did I so, or did I not? All right. So we would have a rookie quarterback people believe could be a franchise player. Every we'd door that closes, really someone opens cornerback or something. And we'd have uh, a number one receiver. Yeah. What about the other 50 players? Okay, right now, there's work in progress. So, okay. No, all right, no, no, so no, I know, You I still know. have Christian Barmore. You still have Ramondre He's Stevenson. He's okay. You still He's have okay. Demario Douglas. He's you still okay. have some other people. You ran out because Uche and, and others are gone. He's probably gone. Doug is probably going to be gone. Awenu probably going to be gone. Hey, pop quiz, hot shot. Oh, you still have Cole Strange. Take that, however you may. <laughs> How many tackles do the Patriots have signed to the roster next year? Uh, Two. I don't. I don't want to waste time on math. Two. Okay. Calvin Anderson and Andrew Stuber. How many that are signed to the roster do you want to play? Zero. Zero. Uh, Antonio Maffi. Okay, whoa, whoa, whoa! Time out. Books out. I on just him. told you you have one hundred and ten million dollars. You get enough money to go get a Higgins. And a tackle. They had money to go get a tackle this offseason, and they chose yeah, not yeah, to. Yeah, but it'll be somebody different. Gerard Mayo actually spends money and wants players. Wow. Yeah, this is... I mean, is it, is it now a bold statement to say there's a chance Bill Belichick does not Michael Penix and Gerard Mayo. Next year? How do you feel about that? Uh, I'd rather have Caleb Williams. Well, so would I. Gerard Mayo. Now, if the Bears... Let's say Carolina finishes... With the worst record in football. I like where your head's at, And they're thinking, you know what? We think Bryce Young's pretty good. We can't just bail on him now because Caleb, Will- Caleb Williams and his cannon arm are available. It's going to cost you three first-round picks, and it's going to cost you... It'll cost you moving up some other first-rounders, maybe a player and more. Look at the DJ Moore comp for Chicago and Carolina swap this offseason. I'd do it in a heartbeat. Wait, so, well, a- so it's going to cost me a Cole Strange, a Mac Jones, and a something else? Wait, those well, no, already sucked anyway. Think- you have to think in the future. That's my point. We're wasting on the trigger. Pull the trigger. Get the guy. Why are we having draft talk on uh, October? The That's 8th? how it goes. We already got a text from Rich Keefe saying he can't wait for next year's draft party because it's going to be amazing Lit. with the Patriots. It is going to be amazing. I just spun five. it positive, bitches. I did. <laughs> I did. I the gave you hope. The one and only time you will hear that. I brought hope to the hopeless. The one and only time. The one and only time. Now for the next three have months, mercy. I don't what know what you want me to say. <laughs> Well, I mean, the big, are Patriots the big fans point, legitimately rooting for losing now? The serious question, do, not screwing and, around, and not do they joking. Honestly, no, do we, they want to lose to pick top five? And we know Bill Belichick will be here the remainder of the season as well. Yes, but if we're if again we're not the tanking, leads, we mm-hmm. just suck. Remember, not tanking, that. we just suck. Do you think they tanked over the first month and a half? I do not. So they just sucked. Yeah. Okay, so you can lose a lot of games. You can keep trying and end up top five. But Patriots fans, not that you have a say in it. 
are you rooting for them to lose now? They are one and four. Playoffs are peace out. Did we see the end of Mac Jones as the quarterback? Of, you you pronounced last week was the end of Mac Jones as yeah, quarterback. Yeah, the beginning of the end had already begun. Uh? Isn't, that, isn't that an album by Smashing Pumpkins? C4, it comes okay. too fast. I yeah, straight too, many, too much of that energy drink. We still have two hours to go, you guys. Two? Oh, three it's hours. Be Sorry, three hours to go. Three. This guy can't do math. No, he can't. Well, that's Listen. why he's a radio producer. <laughs> right. No, but it's a serious question. Do Patriots fans, do they have the stomach? Do they have the appetite? Do they want to see the team lose? To get a top five pick. Let us take it to the, the college. The Pats Populi, if you will, right now. The Foxborough Faithful have lined up, and they are going to vent their football frustrations. And we are here for you, friends. Let's begin now with Matt in Cambridge. Matt, you're the first caller up today on the Six Rings Post Game Show. How are you doing, guys? I've been uh, listening to you guys every single week, basically. And oh, thank you, friend. It's been up and down. Yes, it has. It has. So my question for you guys is, about two years ago... Matt, I hold on. Mac Jones is at the podium. Matt, hold on. Please. We'll get right Mac back Jones. to you. Blah. Boring. Well, yeah. I mean, what do you want him to say? It's, it's a tough spot for him. I know. It's Bench a two weeks in a row. Spot. Shut out a week after you score three points. Did you see the uh, thing making the rounds that somebody sent me? That uh, In their last two games, the Patriots yes. are averaging 1.5 points per game. The Revs are averaging 1.5 goals <laughs> per game. You're in, a, you're in a dogfight with your soccer team you sta- share a stadium with for scoring. Uh, the New England Patriots on the season right now are averaging 11 points a game. Yeah, they stink. This sucks. Yeah, they stink. <laughs> and you know me. Part of scoring is also what? Entertainment. Yes. They they are the least entertaining team. Yeah. And um, this is the least entertaining version of the Patriots I have seen yes. in my life. I just got a text from Worst somebody who's part Cam. Who's got? Who's a part? At least the Cam season had had its high points and low points. There was some true entertainment. There was actually even a little bit of hope tucked into the beginning of that season, and then yeah, post COVID and everything beginning. else. Very beginning, and then after that, we know where it went. No need to revisit that at this point, except actually, to say that, revisiting that might be better than talking about this. Oh, I would definitely listen to a <laughs> retrospective podcast on the twenty twenty season. Twenty twenty season, Cam Newton. I just got over. a text from a group of tailgaters who are legacy tailgaters at the stadium, been going for forty some odd years, and. They, the text was, I just can't wrap my head around how this offense is now m- massively worse than Patricia's. What, what, what has happened? Um, like, at least they scored almost 20 points a game last year. Yeah. I no mean, one confused last year's offense with the greatest show on turf, Andy, but holy smokes. The talent is bad. I think the talent is worse this year because I think Jacoby Myers is missed, mm-hmm. and I think Ramondre Stevenson is not as good. And when Something's he is good, there. I don't the know line, what happened. They, the line, the but line, they also the get line. an eight-yard run, and then they throw throw. Ugh, hey, eight-yard run. Like, Bill O'Brien has been a disappointment. I don't think he's their biggest problem. I think he's way down the list of problems. Right. But he has not. If we're going to say Mac has to overcome, it's not all on Mac, but at some point, Mac, you got to overcome. All right, Bill Bill Belichick. This ought to be good. Okay, great. Thanks, Bill. Yeah, so so the Patriots apparently will be having entrance physicals mm-hmm. tomorrow morning so because we're that's how over. you start training camp. you got to get your physical. Conditioning run will be Monday afternoon. Well, is it, is They'll it hand tra- out helmets after that. Is it training camp or are we going back to OTAs like, or mini camp? What starting what over mean? You don't get to start over. You're mid-race. If you're halfway through the race, you're not actually allowed to start over and go back to the beginning, Bill. And your little start over with no answer to Greg Bedard is why people think you're unprofessional when you lose. 
You said you have to start over. Somebody asked what you mm-hmm. meant, and you weren't willing to add any detail to that. Like, that's why you're unprofessional in these losses. And it's getting old for everybody. And guess it's what? It's not getting in old. In the old it's days, old. fans would say, oh, leave him alone. I love when he does that. I want everybody to call him that loves the way Bill Belichick's acting right now in his postgame pre- starting over. Starting over. Starting over. Oh, is that what the new starting in Cincinnati? Over? Hey, teacher, I think I day failed my day. test. Can I start over? You don't get to start over when you're Seattle. in the midst of the competition or the test or the job, right? you mm. got to figure it out. What does start over mean? Andy, at least you were here, and then I was working at the stadium. Can you imagine if you and your family of four, between parking, food, beverages oh, in the stadium, goodness. souvenirs, tickets at face, dropped like $1,250 on this? Nope. I have a friend who texted me today. He just got those Atrium Bud Light, the new beer hall underneath the uh, um, lighthouse. That's on tickets. Him. Well, he bought them. It, he bought them a while ago. No, no, and no. He texted he me from there. And he's me, like, if he called me in March, I would have said, "Don't buy them." Oh. No, I'm dead serious. I know. Like this I is know. this was predictable. The talent I of this. Know. What Bill wasn't asked there. You know, how do you blah blah? All these questions about how you do this. We got to practice. We. You're not good enough right now in a lot of areas. Uh, Jake, David, Daniel, Adam, Ryan, Rick, everybody on the line. Don't go anywhere. I'm going to get to you when we come back. I just want to, uh, I promise, we'll get to the calls. We obviously had to take Mac Jones and Bill Belichick. We'll be right back in just a few minutes. But I just want to say, Andy, didn't Bill Belichick tell us recently what hope is there for the remaining games? And he said the first three games. So do they already play their best football? Are they, are they oh, that's, turn that's a possibility. Those moral victories seem like forever ago. There's a chance. I have no idea where this team is going. I don't the think I've even seen an directed. NFL team lose two games in a row by a combined score, one at home, one away, of 72-3. to three. Like, we're looking. Happened. I opened with that 16 to nothing stat from seven years ago because that was kind of unbelievable as it is. I don't think I've ever seen anything like this, actually. Now, as I wrap my head around completely just how poorly the Patriots have played over the last two games. Well, on that positive note, we throw it to commercial break. We'll pay the bills. We'll come back. We'll talk to you guys and more. We're with you till 730 here in the therapy session. That is the Six Rings postgame show on WEEI. What's your belief level in Mac Jones right now? I, I got belief in everybody. I got belief. If they're on this football team, they're here for a reason, right? Including myself, including everybody in that locker room, right? We're all here for a reason. We're all here for a purpose. We just got to go out there, um, do a better job as a football team overall. We got to do a better job helping him. Everybody's got to do a better job, so that's all good. Thanks, guys. It's been too long since we took the time. No one's to blame. I know time flies so quickly. But when I see you, darling, it's Patriot Center and Captain David Andrews speaking after the game about the confidence and faith he has in his teammates and his team's ability to turn this outright disaster around. What outright disaster? That's not being hyperbolic. That's not being uh, prone to excessive and, uh, and or exaggerated descriptive, would you say? 72-3 to three with two pick sixes, a scoop and score fumble, the worst loss of Belichick's career, the worst home shutout loss in the history of the franchise. No, I think disaster is accurate. To the phones we go then. Wait, before you go to the phone real quick, I need to oh. respond to a text. Oh, you want Who to called us the C-word and not the C-words we talk about on the uh, Six Rings broadcast, actual C-word? Okay, yes, hold on. And the 413, can't get back on the call line, Matt in Cambridge. I was bumped when Belichick Sorry, came on. Matt, um, the lines will lighten up keep in a trying. little bit, but please keep trying. Thank you very much. Uh, so they called us stupid bleeping C-words. Where's that? Uh, 617. What did you want him to say? Uh, I'll tell you. 
Starting over. You brought it up, Bill. We didn't. So you, your description of starting over, mine would be as a coach. We're going back to the fundamentals. Every position is up for grabs. We're going to have competition across the board. We need to look at our offensive and defensive schemes. Oh, we're we also complete pieces we, of S, too. Oh, yeah. We need to look. If you're wow. going to bring up starting over, you can't just say starting over. That's an answer that an adult would have. An adult would describe. Because I'm guessing this? Bill Belichick has a plan on how he's going to approach this week. What is week. the plan? I'm, well, I am want to know. I'm sorry and, I'm yelling. I'm not yelling at you, Andy. What is the plan? And, is this the plan? Because it sucks. And as an adult, he God. can express that to fellow adults who are doing their jobs and have done their jobs forever. Instead, <laughs> he stood up there as a baby. So if there was a C word in any of this interaction, I don't think it was Fitzy and Hart. There are other options that I will leave open to the imagination. Another texter in the 617. Will Fitzy, will your Mac to the Future shirts get a 90% discount starting tomorrow? When do I get my cut? Do you really want one at this point? Now? No. I, I wouldn't owe, wear I it. owe people money for buying them. Yeah, those are not going to fly the off the shelves. <laughs> now, it's not that we need to sell. We don't need to be praised. We don't need to be patted on the back or attaboys. One nasty text and because we weren't happy with what the coach said. I don't know. Maybe perhaps stand up there with just a a, a, a wee bit, a modicum, a skosh, a tidbit of humility and say, I'm embarrassed for myself. I'm embarrassed for the program. This is not indicative of the coach I am, the man I am, the way I choose to comport and represent myself, Mr. Kraft, his franchise, the money, and you, the fans. I'm sorry. I will never, ever, ever let it get this bad again. I never in my wildest dreams thought I would have followed the worst loss of my career with the worst loss of my career or a worser loss. Pardon my bad grammar. He wouldn't excuse the bad grammar. Anyway, wow, we sucked. I'm so sorry. Starting over. That was I, yeah. what he said. And if I and it, you know what? And we deserved it. I'm going to start over. I will do everything I can to turn this around. You have my pledge. So say we all by Grabthar's hammer, insert whatever pop culture phrase you want to put in from there. Son of a. Oh, you don't like being called the C word, do you? Oh, it's fine. But you can call me a C-word, but don't call me a C-word when I don't deserve to be called a C-word. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's fair. Thank you. Well, then you, Fitzy, are a competitive radio host. Thank you very much. Mm. And I like to compose myself with competence and not be so crass like the absolute pile of crap from the 617. Anyway, that'll do with the texters. Fitzy, you are working with a moron. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Go screw you. I liked the C-word better than the M-word. All right. 401. Nice state. Adam in Orlando. Welcome to the Six Rings Post Game Show. Adam! Hey Adam, what's uh, up? Not too much. How about you? Oh, you know, just you the usual. Just, just hey, Andy C-words. and I are having a pizza party. You want to hang out? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think that'd be pretty nice right now. Um, but yeah, when do you guys think that uh, Matt Judon's coming to the uh stand and finally saying all right this might be a bad team um because yeah this is definitely pretty awful we need to make some sort of change whether that be mac jones gone say i hear there's a lot of quarterbacks still available cam newton somewhere out there heck i'd even take tom brady again at this point maybe we can ask peyton manning see what he's doing i hear philip rivers was about to come back Mm -hmm. last year so Mm -hmm. we got lots of options there but yeah it's definitely getting tough. I'm still not quite to where I can say that I want Bill a check on, but if it happens, I totally understand. Thank you for the call, Adam. I appreciate that. Again, Nobody wants to see Bill Belichick fired. Nobody wants Bill Belichick disgraced. Nobody wants Bill Belichick 
removed and to move on to a point where now everybody who says, see, I always told you it was uh, Brady over Belichick. I don't want that. But are we not in a position where we could objectively say it seems as if either Bill's best days have passed him by and or at this point, how can you take heart or feel as though things are going in the right direction? I don't even know what the friggin' direction is in the first place. I actually, oh, I do. Down, in the toilet, in the crapper, 72 to 3. I mean, that's the score when Acorn State plays Michigan, not when the New England Patriots play the Dallas Cowboys, Alcorn State, whatever. I liked Acorn. I did too. It seemed fictional. It was fun. It was more fun when it was fictional. Oh, my God. See, I almost could take the road game in Dallas, them coming off a bad sure. loss, talented, the whole thing. Did Tom Brady Injuries. ever lose that badly at home? No. Uh, close when they lost that playoff game against the Ravens. Yeah. Yeah. But this, wasn't this, this bad. week, the, wasn't this the, bad. the combination of the two and the fact that the Saints, you know how I said middle meh? Yeah, you're in the middle meh. I gave them mm-hmm. the benefit of the doubt. I thought they might beat the Saints, so they stay in the middle meh. Mm-hmm. You're not in the middle meh anymore. No. You're in the bottom <laughs> middle meh up here, bottom <laughs> down here, and that's where I'd you are. I'd say it's the bottom blah. You are. We'll stick with the alliterative. And I keep going. Like, Bill top, is a, middle meh, bottom blah. I think part of the reason Bill can't be more um, open, hum, uh, humble, uh, is because he knows his team isn't very good. And you, how you could he say, not? You say all these things about starting over and this and that. The reality, I saw these tweets. Oh, I heard the Patriots had great practices this week. They may have. You know why? They practice against themselves. I don't think they're a very talented football team. Andy, are you saying they're no longer what you called them last week? The Met England Patriots. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they're below Met now. Oh, yeah, yeah. They need to go on a winning streak to get to Met. Why don't we wrap up this entirely enjoyable and. Uh positively pleasant Patriots first hour with a call that I'm sure is just going to bring joy to our hearts and hi Jake it's been two years Fitzy since I put up a billboard and then my haters got their day when the Patriots reeled off eight out of nine wins and thought they you know were doing their I told you so dance where are all you people now Bill should be gone obviously guys he should be but he should be made to fire his stupid kids and the lacrosse bros first, basically being made to dig his own grave before his own execution. And I might buy that house Steve Belichick just bought in Foxborough just to take a dump on it. Um, that said, this is not Bill's fault. This is Robert's fault. Nothing good has happened to this franchise since February of 2019, when Robert was arrested, and all never right, took Jake, I don't want to go down. I don't want to go down. See, I don't want to go down the after Super Bowl 53 celebratory road and right. Mr. Crafts. That that is not that it is. It's not about that. It is not that nothing good has happened since then. Like, is that a jinx? Is that what he's saying? A curse or it's something? Not the, it's not what does that have to do with bad draft picks, bad of free Asia agent signing? Or, like, it makes please. no sense. No, come on. Like, can we analyze Everything this like adults? Fine, but don't, don't, that's, no, because that's what happens. You end up having so many axes to grind and so many crosses to bear. It's fine that you put up the sign, Jake. Sometimes I like when you go on your rants and your heaters, which is why I'll entertain the calls, but it is not about some sort of little scandalous event in the owner's life that has turned this franchise around and cursed it. It is a series, a litany, a string of decisions that have been made that have made people like myself who have pledged their lives and so much of their joy 
to this franchise like they have other things like things like pizza, Star Wars, and my children, other things that bring me joy. Guess what? Pizza, Star Wars, and children, even with the prequels, still bring me tons of joy. The Patriots are doing nothing now but forcing me. They're t- actually, it is. It's almost like, no, there's even new fun Star Wars, for God's sakes. There's nothing fun about this. Nothing. If it, like, at least the first two games, Andy, they competed. They fought. They tried. There were mistakes made. We can argue over what it was. But now these last two games, this is disgusting. This is pathetic. This is embarrassing. And if this is the pace they are on, you are going to see a Gillette Stadium pretty soon, maybe even by the time they play Buffalo, that'll be half empty. There were already plenty of empty seats today on a beautiful fall day. You might see a half empty stadium. Or you just might see a lot of Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs. Oh, actually, you're right. It'll be full. We're now going to become... Vegas. You can drive down. We're going to become any Buffalo? of these other stadiums. That's an easy trip, easy trek. Yeah, seven hours. Yeah. Um, uh, the you phantasmic theories that there's like this curse. God. Can we just look at it like adults and very simply? Sure. You let the greatest quarterback of all time go. Yep. Mm-hmm. And your coach got old. In NFL history, generally, when what for however and whatever reason your great quarterback leaves mm-hmm. and your coach gets old, what happens? Uh, things don't work out well. Isn't it that simple? Like, I don't, I mean, I don't want to oversimplify it. It's fun to talk about curses. It's fun to talk about who meant your franchise quarterback left and your coach got old. Old coaches in the NFL aren't as good, right? I mean, like, I, I, we can have most of them. Yeah. All well, these Pete Carroll seems to be doing well as the oldest coach in the NFL. He's fine. He's had some down uh, his, years. Yeah. His team's looking better now. Looking better than ours. I would argue because he's got a good young offensive coordinator. Uh, there may be many reasons. Okay, what a fun first hour. Only two and a half more action-packed, Let's exciting go. hours. The phones are loaded. They will continue to be loaded. We'll break things down. We'll listen to uh, the words of Christian Fourier when he calls in later. Our pal from the Midday Shows here on EEI. Mike Cadlick will check in with fresh locker room audio from some other Patriots and provide his perspective from WEEI.com. And, of course, you, the frustrated fan base, who has now watched the Patriots endure the two worst losses of the Bill Belichick era, back-to-back, one on the road, one at home. My, 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 whoa, Pats, it is indeed. Six Rings Post Game Show at 617-779-7937. Give us a shout. We'll be here till 730 and back in just a few moments.